Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about money. You know what? It doesn't matter what you do, how good you are at it, all of these various things. Money really is the basis of your business. And if you're not managing it well, again, it's not going to matter what you do because your business will not be successful. And so that's why I am so excited to talk to my guest today, Jennifer Peake, because she is an expert in this area. So um, welcome, please, to the program, Jennifer. Nice to be here. Great, great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we'll jump right into this. So Jennifer Peake provides clients with key strategic insights while helping them develop plans to execute on their visions profitably. At Peak Advisory Group, she consults with executives and business owners to identify business gaps and opportunities to increase value and prepare them for the next stage of business evolution, from growth to various exit strategies. She holds a Master of Business Administration from Rockhurst University and provides expertise as a CPA, Certified Public Accountant, a Certified Valuation Analyst, a CVA, a Venture Investor, business owner, and consultant. Jennifer currently serves as a board member of ZNRG, Inc., as an advisory board member to privately held companies and on the board of the Greater Kansas City Friends of Fisher House. So again, Jennifer, welcome. Thank you. Well, you know, we talk about this fact a lot on our program that a small business owner, especially someone who is just starting out, thinks, I have the best idea in the world. People should want to flock to me and buy it. But more importantly, I must know everything. I can't ask for help. You know, I I have to do all these things. And in many, many cases, finances are a problem. People don't understand cash flow. They don't understand all sorts of different things. And, and they don't want to admit that they don't understand that. So let's start at really, really the basic, the bottom. What is cash flow? So when I think about cash flow, especially for small businesses, it is the ins and the outs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that sounds so simple. Um, but a lot of times, your ins don't match up with your outs. And I don't mean just in terms of how much you have, Mm -hmm. but like when is it coming in Mm -hmm. and when does it need to go out? Right, right. Right? So you can't control the in as much as you can control the out, Mm -hmm. but there are certain deadlines that every business Mm -hmm. owner has. If you have payroll, if you have rent, if you have other things that Mm -hmm. need to be paid. And that leads a lot of business owners to spending more of their time juggling the financial mm-hmm. balls than they ever intended to. Right. So really when we first sit down and start with our business owners 
and, and help them figure out what they need to be looking at. Mm -hmm. It is, where's your revenue coming from? Mm -hmm. When is the money coming in mm -hmm. from the sales that you're making? Right. And what bills do you need to pay with that? Mm -hmm. um, and in some cases, depending upon what people are doing, you know, you may spend a lot of money before you ever get to bill the customer right. for the service or the product mm -hmm. that you're mm -hmm. giving them. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it leads to this big, this big mismatch. And I, li I like to call it, it's not the best thing in the world, but it's kind of this cash flow roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Right. It uh, is. Right. Mm -hmm. That, that people get on and there's highs and lows <laughs> and it, it's very, it can be very unnerving. Mm -hmm. um, and if the lows are low enough, you know, right. it'll, your, it'll your company could go under. Your company could go mm -hmm. under. And the stress of it leads a lot of business owners to just say it's not working. Right, right. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to work in, you I'm going to go back to wherever. Work. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Well, and you know, you mentioned timing. You know, I remember years ago, I worked for a company. We were government contractors. Now, we had a lot of money that came in, and I love the face you made because you <laughs> you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. The, the problem was they did not pay in a timely manner. They always paid, but <laughs> it, it took a while. And, you know, and, and, and we knew that. I mean, that was actually built into the strategy of the business. So we were fortunate that we had a line of credit and, and all sorts of things. But it really, there were times where it got a little bit iffy. And part of it was because we were billing the government. Oh, an invoice had to be exact. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we had a T that was not crossed or an I that was not dotted, the problem was they wouldn't even tell you. They just wouldn't pay it. And, and of course, it had to go through many, many levels. And, and, you know, and, and so that's, that's a, a very difficult and complicated thing. But happens even with small business owners where you're billing people and, you know, they have cash flow issues also. So mm -hmm. that's where that really comes in is, you know, they might be the best client in the world. But you can't always depend that they're going to pay within 10 days or they're going to pay on the 15th or whatever it is. And so how in the heck do you plan on this? I mean, or can you? I mean, I think that's one of the things people say is I just, I just go with the flow. And if I have right. to put stuff on my credit card and, right. well, maybe somebody won't make me pay that bill. And yeah. So the, the, the short answer is you can plan for it. Um, the, the challenge is it's hard to do that until mm -hmm. you have some sort of a track record. Right. Right. Either in your business in total with mm -hmm. a particular type of client, mm -hmm. um, you know, some of those variables. The, the thing that I can tell you is this, um, you know, I run a service-based business mm -hmm. and the vast majority of our invoices are due upon receipt. Right. Uh, no one pays. No. They no don't pay the checkbook and pay. They do yes, not. It's not they like, do not. Oh, Jennifer's bill is here. Must pay. That's right. Pay. <laughs> yeah. So, and we, you know, we have small business clients and we have some larger corporate clients. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm just, I'm going to tell you that that doesn't dictate no. how quickly they pay. If or anything, not sometimes the bigger they are, the worse they are. Exactly. Exactly. And I've had corporate clients that get an invoice and they pay within seven days. Mm -hmm. And then I've had corporate clients where you have to keep sending reminders and mm -hmm. in their mind, their terms are 90 days. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I have clients that they get the invoice and they pay it within five minutes using a credit card. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very interesting. The, 
the best that you can hope for in the beginning is that you have a mix <laughs> so mm -hmm. that not everybody's right. paying late, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you do need a little bit of track record mm -hmm. to really be able to plan. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have a track record, the, the next best piece of advice that I can give you would be what everybody would say, which is have some sort of a reserve. Mm -hmm. Right. That reserve can be on your credit card mm -hmm. or it could be in your bank account. Mm -hmm. um, but have something like that. You mentioned line of credit, right? That's not something that every small business owner mm -hmm. can get, but a credit card kind of works the same way. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of clients that have seasonality. Mm -hmm. Right. So they have some really slow periods and some really busy periods. And what's true about their busy periods that they is that they always follow the really slow periods. Mm -hmm. um, and they are doing project based work that won't bill for 60 days. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it takes another mm -hmm. at least 30 days to get the money in. And during that time frame, they have to pay people. Mm hmm. And, and so, rent and bills and, and all those rent other and things. bills mm -hmm. and all of those kinds of things. And so they utilize their line of credit to mm -hmm. smooth out those, mm -hmm. you know, that cash flow roller coaster. So that's definitely the other thing you want to do. The, the, the final thing that I would say on this particular point is you can't plan for the inflows, but you can certainly plan for the outflows, mm -hmm. right? So, right. you know, when your rent is due, you know, when your rent is due, and the the one thing that we try to do a lot with our clients when we're helping them manage their cash flows is to is to smooth out their expenses as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So we had a client that we worked with about a year ago that actually had two different types of payrolls, hmm. um, and they were on different they were different types of payrolls, and they were on different cycles. Oh, that's confusing. But, well, it is confusing. So mm -hmm. one was every two weeks and one was say on the 15th and the 31st. Mm. Every so often they happened at the same right. time. They matched up. They mm -hmm. matched up. And then we were like, oh, oh lots of money, lots of money, lots mm -hmm. of money, lots of money, mm -hmm. lots of money. So one of the first things that we did was we converted them to so that one was every other week. Okay. Like we had a payroll every, and the thing, the other thing that was interesting is that the payrolls were about the same size in terms mm. of dollar amount. Mm -hmm. So we, we just shifted the schedule on one of the mm -hmm. payrolls so that we were paying a payroll every single week. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and it just, it took so much stress mm -hmm. off of the entire financial right. process mm -hmm. for something that mm -hmm. seems to be really like, eh, that can't make that much difference. And you'd be surprised. Right, right. And it was, obviously, since it was payroll, it was a big chunk of money. That's right. But to know, okay, every Friday, that big chunk of money is going out. Yep. Um, you know, as opposed to, you know, okay, we, uh, you know, and, and I, clearly it depends on the type of business and seasonal and all of those various of things. Course. I mean, you know, but the, as you said, the more you can make it so that you know on X day, you pay X bill, the better you can plan for that. That's right. And then when the money comes in your door, mm -hmm. you know what you're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, you also start to learn a little bit about what you can pay a little bit later and mm -hmm. what you can't pay a little right. bit later. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, let's be honest, that happens. Doesn't mean somebody's horrible. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, it just means that they know, okay, well, this one I absolutely have to pay right away. And we have that in our personal lives too. I mean, you know, your your mortgage is pretty much due on a specific date. Um, You know, some of the other stuff, well, you know, it's got a little bit more flexible time period. That's right. And, you know, and then there are those that eek, you know, you can put off for a while and, and, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, yeah, we, so it's just a matter of getting into that habit and into that schedule. Yeah. And the other thing that I think is important is, is that you have some sort of process and I don't Mm -hmm. care if it is an inbox on your desk, Mm -hmm. if it's an inbox on your computer, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you have to set up a big complicated financial system for this, Mm -hmm. um, but track, put it somewhere, Mm -hmm. like track it. Right. So that you're not constantly surprised mm-hmm. and getting a pit in your stomach mm-hmm. when somebody sends you an mm-hmm. email about a bill that you need to pay. Right. Right. Because if anything, you know, you can reach out and put your hand on it at least. That's right. You know, and it's interesting because I've worked for a variety of different companies that have paid bills in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some have been just absolutely fantastic. There were never any problems. Then there, you know, there was a company that I worked for one time where we literally threw ourselves in front of the door and would not <laughs> let them repossess the copy machine because it, you know, they hadn't made a payment yep. on it in a long time. And, you know, it's as an employee, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, when employees are having to write checks to cover things for the business, it, which I've had to do, um, you know, and, and, and. Now I was always paid back, but still it was like, oh, you know, and, and, but it, it doesn't give you a good feeling in the pit of your stomach that you're working for a great organization. That's right. Which, you know, has all other sorts of implications mm-hmm. to the company itself. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's just, it's very stressful mm-hmm. and it's very distracting. Right. Um, which, you know, takes you away from the things that you really should be doing, whether you're the owner or the employee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you want them focusing on their job as opposed to, am I going to have to protect the copy machine today? (laughs) Exactly. You know, and it's interesting because as you said, it doesn't really matter the size of the business, Um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's something that I think so many people really try to not think about, um, you know, because they're doing whatever it is that, that they're doing to make the money. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it does get put off, you know, they, they toss the bills in the corner, they, you know, they do whatever. And so that's where it really helps to outsource or to have, you know, a, a valued um, person who is giving them advice, someone like what you do. Yes. And the other thing that I would say about that is that they're, um, and we've alluded to this a little bit, but there tends to be so much emotion mm-hmm. that gets attached to. Right. Oh yeah, that pit of your stomach. That you know, the bill comes in, you don't even open it, and it's just like yeah, it's just. And mm-hmm. so the other element of having somebody outside, besides the distraction factor, mm-hmm. is that like we're neutral, right, to it. Right. They I don't have any emotion around. Now, how much are you spending on this? Yeah. <laughs> right, and it's you know we have enough. We have the. Um, pleasure, I guess mm-hmm. you can say, of distance. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so we can look at something a lot more dynamically mm-hmm. and neutrally and say, 
I don't have an opinion one way or the other, mm -hmm. but here are the facts that you right. need to understand. And here's some options mm -hmm. that you have. Mm -hmm. yeah. And here's the implications mm -hmm. of each of those options. Right. So, um, and, and in most cases, making a decision or choosing an option today mm -hmm. doesn't cut you off from taking a different approach right. next week. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing I think is that we see a combination of business owners that get stuck in the, mm -hmm. you know, analysis paralysis right. and they don't move off of that. Mm -hmm. And then we have business owners who also believe that any decision that they make around this particular area is set in stone mm -hmm. and unchangeable. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, neither one of those things is, is really true. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole universe of options that is mm -hmm. the best for them. Right. Um, and every decision can be changed. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and I think that's one of the things that people you know, really do forget is that it can change, mm -hmm. good and bad. Um, right. You know, and, and things happen. You know, and it, sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Um, you know, the, the the economy changes. That's right. There's weather. There's you know. There's whatever that happens, and but I think one of the key things that people tend to forget is that financial matters still can be flexible. You know, and and you know, even if it is something like your rent. Okay, you know, something's happened and you can't pay your rent on your space for that month. Talk to them. You know, they don't want to lose you if you're a good tenant. Um, you know, they might renegotiate. They might just take, you know, there's there's all sorts of things. So it's not, you know, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to bury my head in the sand. Right. Talk to people about it. Yeah. And it, it is really interesting. I think rent is one of the best examples mm -hmm. where people are so afraid to talk to their landlord mm -hmm. or there's a property management company right. in place. Right. And they don't mm -hmm. think they're flexible because it's mm -hmm. a bigger organization and it's expensive mm -hmm. to move a tenant out, to find Ooh. a new tenant. Oh, They're yeah. going to hope that the mm -hmm. new tenant's going to pay the rent. Yep. Yeah. Right. There's all of this overhead mm -hmm. that's associated with it. It's like getting and a new employee. It's a, it's absolutely. a process. Mm -hmm. It's a process. And, and it's much easier for them to work with you than it is for them to go out mm -hmm. and find somebody else that they may have a similar challenge with right. someplace mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the big thing is communication. I mean, you know, if you've got a situation, talk to them, you know, don't, don't put it off until, you know, you're three months behind. That's right. Or, you know, something like that, because as you said, you know, things are cyclical. So in, in many cases, you know, okay, well, summer is slow winter yep. slow, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So you can work out what's going to happen before it happens. Yeah. And that's really one of the, um, that is a, such a great point because the further you let something go, the less flexibility mm -hmm. your vendors or your right. landlord or whomever mm -hmm. may have. Mm -hmm. Right. Because now it's a $30,000 problem mm -hmm. instead of a $5,000 right. problem. Right. Right. You know, and, and now granted, they could lose that $30,000, right. but, you know, and, and part of it is they just get annoyed, you know? Oh yeah. It's like, wait a minute, what do you mean? You know, and, and you know, they know you haven't been paying obviously. Um, and so they're just annoyed that you couldn't communicate with them. Yep, absolutely. And, and I've seen a number of clients where the landlord has agreed to defer the rent. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you have it now, I will also say this, when you go talk to them, 
you need to have some idea about what's going right. on yeah. and it, what you're just get, being, well, like, right. Oh, please, I'm not sure when I could pay you again. <laughs> um, you know, you need to have some sort of a get well plan. Right. 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 So if you have a big project mm-hmm. that isn't paying you, but you've talked to your customer mm-hmm. and you know that here's what the cycle is going to be. Right. And this is your plan for catching up and mm-hmm. how it's going to work. And it, it, that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. They're looking right. for the communication mm-hmm. and the transparency mm-hmm. and the fact that you're an actual business person mm-hmm. and not right. somebody who's just sort of mm-hmm. dabbling. Yeah. 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 And you never know, there might be an opportunity to barter. Um, depending on what you do, you might be able to trade services. That's definitely, definitely the case. You know, it's not something you probably want to get into the habit of doing, but it, it, you know, if it keeps you, you know, keeps your doors open, that's right. That's you know the the thing to do. So now I was interested. I'm, I was looking on your website, and you like to focus on working with women business owners. Mm-hmm. Why is that? So well, because I'm a female business owner. I certainly right. think that's part mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I would say is that in the space that we work in, we have found that women business owners seem to be more intimidated mm-hmm. by the financial aspect of things okay. and about asking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, I say there's several variables there. Um, and some of these are changing. Mm-hmm. W- one of them is that a lot of women start out their businesses, they're bootstrapping it, mm-hmm. it's a side hustle. Um, and then it, it grows into something bigger. Mm-hmm. So there, there's some of it that's the, un, I, I, holy cow, they look up and they have a business. Right. So yeah. they're, Wait a you minute. know, I have bills I have to pay. <laughs> I know. Right. So there's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is also, I think that there's a lack of female providers in our space mm-hmm. and, um, there's an intimidation factor. Right for women when Mm -hmm. it comes to these types of things. And we, and I would say this regardless of what client I work with, I try very hard to put things in plain English Mm -hmm. and to use analogies so that people can understand Mm -hmm. them in the context Mm -hmm. of other things that they already know. Um, One thing that I would say is true about most business owners that are our clients, regardless of whether they're men or women, is that their lack of confidence in the financial area, despite their full confidence in every other aspect right. of their business. Right. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that we work a lot with our clients on is to help them understand you actually do know what's going on in your financials. You just think, you know, don't right. because mm-hmm. the financial industry has done a fantastic job of making you believe that you can't. Right. Right. Yeah. You I mean, got to hire us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're the experts. You got to hire us. You got to. And I, I think that's led to this lack of confidence and even knowing, well, who do I hire? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Do I need, I hired a CPA. Aren't they taking care of that? Mm-hmm. Well, probably not. They're right. probably doing your taxes. Right. That's all they're doing. And that's you know, all they, they're doing. If there's something glaring, they yep. might say something, but they might not. So we like to focus on women because I think there's there's a lack of mm-hmm. resources for women specifically where mm-hmm. they can feel comfortable and confident in the information they're being given. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that men just have a different way of processing the right. information mm-hmm. and being comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're really seeking to serve the client that wants to learn and be educated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, the, the thing that's so great about our women clients is that they're so interested in learning and understanding. Right. And when mm-hmm. they have that extra bit of confidence about, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I really do know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And yes, that makes so much sense right. to me. And what I tell all of my clients is that a lot of the times what we're going to be able to tell you from a financial perspective is 80% going to validate what you already know mm-hmm. about your right. company. Right. And the other 20% is going to provide you some insights that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it's interesting, you know, <coughs> you will work with men also. Of course. Um, and, and it's why my company name is Wise Women Communications. And, you know, and I've always had people that have said, well, does that mean you won't work with men? And I tell them, no, their money is, is, is just as <laughs> right. good. But um, for me, it was exactly what you said. I started the business because I wanted to work with other women, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, but yeah, I mean, you know, little green Martian wants to come pay me. Sure. I'll take his money too. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's just an interesting thing. And, and when I started my business, it was the exact same thing. There were not a lot of women who were providing the services that I did, but more importantly, the women who needed those services said they preferred to work with women. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think that's still, you, you see that for a lot of people and that's not a positive or a negative. That's just, you know, maybe, maybe we're still trying to get past the good old boy network or, or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, it just, I, but I, I was interested in the, the fact that that is something very specific that you mentioned on your website. Yeah. And the other thing that I would say is that women business owners, um, often, have certain values in their company Mm -hmm. that they're very diligent about maintaining Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, coming through that company culture, Mm -hmm. the company mission and values, how they hire employees, how Mm -hmm. they treat employees, the elements that they want Mm -hmm. to have supported in their company. Those have to be factored into the financial plan Mm -hmm. and it can be hard for them to convey those Mm -hmm. to a non-female. Right. Um, And it's just, I think it's, it's more when you're a female business owner, Mm -hmm. you understand female business Mm -hmm. owners more. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and there are obviously different dynamics, um, you know, and, and that goes along with the the caregiving in a lot of cases, um, you know, and, and, you know, things like that. And, and so it is, it's just, it's, it's different. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't particularly have a preference because I see good in, in, you know, and positives and negatives in both. But it is, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting to, to see because, I mean, I also know men who will only work with other men. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because we all go, mm. yeah, but we, you know, if, if, if we say, well, you know, it's women working with women, you're like, oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it's really interesting because I would say as a woman doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I don't really run into men that don't want to work with us right. or maybe, maybe they see it and they just don't even talk mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but look, that's why there's so many mm-hmm. options. Right. Oh yeah. You should mm-hmm. like who you're working with mm-hmm. and, and somebody may choose to work with a different female. Mm-hmm. That's not me. Right. Oh yeah. You know, and, and that's the important thing when, you know, we're the small business owner and we're building our team it has to be people we like and that's people right. we respect and people that we can work with, um, yep. you know, and, and, and that's sometimes where we get caught is, you know, we, we, you know, get somebody says, Oh, you have to work with so-and-so they're the best. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> you yeah, know? but they give me the heebies. I don't right. want to work with them. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, it doesn't matter, you know, they can be male or female, you know, and, and a variety right. of different businesses. 
but it's, you know, I, I think a lot of times women it, it, it maybe get a little bit more intimidated that it's like, oh, okay, well, if everybody says I have to work with Bob, then I have to work with Bob. And a guy's like, I don't like Bob. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. I mean, and it's really interesting because I, I, and I think that intimidation factor leads them to do one or two things. One is to not trust their gut when mm-hmm. right. they would trust their gut in mm-hmm. any other sort of relationship mm-hmm. decision. Um, and to two is to not ask the questions right. to help them understand mm-hmm. whether it's a good fit or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, and one of the things that, that I love is, you know, it, millennials get this knock. Everybody's like, hey, millennials. But they really don't have a lot of these issues. They're like, right. okay, who's, you know, and, and, and I love that. I, in fact, I interviewed someone earlier today for the program who is, you know, very clearly a millennial. And I mean, I, I could tell if I had said something like, you know, you only work with, you know, she would have went, what? Um, you know, and, and, and part of that, um, you know, could be, I mean, let's just be honest. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a baby boomer. And I have worked in places where there was very clear sexism, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and when I was initially getting ready to go to college, you know, people were like, are you going to be a nurse or are you going to be a teacher? And I said, I'm going to be a lawyer, which luckily that didn't happen. But, um, you know, and, and so, you know, there were all of those things that have been kind of built up. Or there's the little lady. Well, little lady, we'll just help you along. Um, I spent a couple years as a lobbyist. Ho, <laughs> you know, that was, that was not a fun thing to be doing, especially 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Um, now, I never had anything horrible happen. You know, nothing, nothing bad. But I did have several times mm-hmm. I got patted on top of my head, honey. I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, they yeah. usually figured out very quickly that was not what they needed to be doing. But, you know, and, and so that's why I think it's so important still that, that women are offering other women their assistance. If it works out great, that's great. If not, well, you know, then, then that's, that's fine also. Yeah. I mean, and if I can give whoever my clients are the confidence to take that next step mm-hmm. and they go and now they're confident to work with some right. other person. Right. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Like that was the role that I was intended mm-hmm. to serve for that particular right. client. Right. Well, and in many cases, what might be happening with you is they have built up large enough that they're going to, to have a CFO or, yep. you know, they're going to bring somebody in house and they don't need to outsource anymore. And then that's great. Your, your little child has fledged. Right. I'm like, and now I'm like, that's fantastic. That's our goal for all of them. If that's right. what they want, of mm-hmm. course, you know, yeah. um, yeah, it's perfect. And then we can do a handoff and they keep growing and it's, yeah, it's just like they went to college. Yes. Oh, you know, and, and, but yeah, and, and that's where it's fun is to be able to see those business owners really take off or, you know, as you said, I mean, they might love being that one person shop. That's right. Um, you know, that might be all they need, all they want, um, you know, and, and it's not a reflection positive or negative. I'm a one person. Now I do have my production or my, my producer for the radio program, but from the business side, it's me, but I outsource things. You know, yep. there, you know, there's somebody that helps me with, with marketing, even though I'm a marketing firm. Um, and, you know, and, and I outsource, so it's not just me. I do have that team of advisors. And I think, you know, one of the things that I think is critical, and this actually does wrap into profitability and cash flow, mm-hmm. is understanding your own business model mm-hmm. and how much you need to pay for 
the help, right? right? Whatever mm-hmm. the help is mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. need, whether it's marketing or whether mm-hmm. it's financial mm-hmm. or whether it's seasonal workers, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and knowing how much you need to pay for it and mm-hmm. when you need to pay for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's hard, especially when you're starting out, yes. because you're pinching every little penny, and uh, you know. But it, when you're spending so much time on it yourself that mm-hmm. you're not doing what it is you're supposed to do, that's when you know you really need to consider outsourcing. Yeah, one of the big things I think that happens with a lot of solo, particularly professional service providers, mm-hmm. it can happen to anybody, but I would say professional service mm-hmm. providers, right? Is um, it's, you'll hear it called different things. I'm going to refer to it as the project feast or famine. Mm-hmm. And it's what leads into the cash flow roller coaster. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's the, you're out there, you're talking to everybody, you're putting engagement letters out or proposals out mm-hmm. and you land your client and then you spend all of your time doing right. the work for that client. Yep. And then they're done. And then they're done. Mm-hmm. And now you get to start all over again. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have an opportunity to have certain parts of that delivery mm-hmm. get done by somebody else, mm-hmm. you can continue to get clients in the door. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's great because mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things when people start their own businesses that becomes so exhausting mm-hmm. is they just right. feel is like they're churning. On this, mm-hmm. It's that churning. Mm-hmm. I'm on this hamster wheel. Even if mm-hmm. I only get on it once a year. Ugh. Right. Well, and, and that does tend to be the problem with, uh, you know, with a, especially service-based, you know, I, I mentioned there, you know, the company that I worked for where, you know, they were going to repossess our copy machine. We had a client that was over half of our revenue Yeah, and they went away, um, you know, and, and, and it was completely unexpected. I mean, it was one of those things that it was like, holy moly. And the problem, they were half, I mean, you know, and, and we all are told don't have, you know, half your business in one thing and, you know, all those, but it depends. I mean, you know, there are times where a hundred percent of your business is, is one other thing, but, um, you know, and, and so it was, it really was a, a total shock. Um, but because they hadn't been doing other things like <clears throat> marketing, <laughs> you know, there wasn't anybody to even bring into the pipeline, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and so it was almost like they were starting over. You know, it's really interesting because we have clients that have some customer concentrations mm-hmm. and it's when I'll get into a conversation with them about that. And, you know, the, the typical response that I hear is something like, Yes, but we've had a great relationship mm-hmm. with them. They've been a customer for 15 right. years. Mm-hmm. And We're part of their family. Right, and the service we provide to them isn't going to change, and there would be no reason mm-hmm. for them to go with a different provider. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I agree with all of that, what right. you just said, and mm-hmm. they could get acquired by another company. Right, they could and go under. Mm-hmm. They could go under. There is no such thing mm-hmm. as not too big to fail. Right, right. There's all of these other elements Mm -hmm. that affect your customer Mm -hmm. that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and I mean, just think of it as, and if you were an employee, you know, you might think you're an employee forever and things change, Um, you know, and, and so that's the the thing to remember. And, and it was funny, I was interviewing someone for the program yesterday and we were talking about the fact that you always should be doing marketing. Now, you know, it's, it's like everything else. You know, you ramp up, you ramp down because the worst thing 
is to tell somebody, I'm sorry, I can't work with you right now because then they're never coming back. Um, You know, and more importantly, they're going to tell their friends, well, don't call Deb because she can't work with you. But if you're building those relationships and, and, you know, you've got that kind of in your back pocket, then it is much easier to, to ramp up when you need to. Yeah. And, and there's a difference between saying, I can't work with you and right. saying, here's what our project mm-hmm. backlog is right mm-hmm. now. Right. And I'm happy, you mm-hmm. know, to get you scheduled in mm-hmm. whenever. Or it could be that it's like, okay, well, um, I need to bring somebody else on. That's um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that does lead me into, you know, the, the next topic. And that's the thing that, you know, so many of us, you know, when we're caught in that churn, we're not really thinking about, and that's revenue growth. Yeah. So, you know, explain to us what revenue growth is and why it is absolutely critical for every business. So revenue growth is basically sales. Mm -hmm. So let's say that last month you made 10 sales at $10 a piece. And so your revenue was a hundred dollars. Yay. Um, if a hundred dollars isn't enough to cover your expenses, Mm -hmm. you need more revenue. Right. You have and to grow. you have to grow. And there is, in, particularly in the beginning, mm-hmm. that's all you care about right. is revenue growth. Mm-hmm. Revenue growth and relatively some expense management, mm-hmm. right? But in the beginning, it's really about revenue growth. And there's, there's a couple of points to that. Number one is that there is still, no matter how fantastic your product or service is, you're still a little bit in proof of concept, right? right? That Mm -hmm. this is actually a viable business, Mm -hmm. that it's something that you can do ongoing, that it's sustainable, that there's more than just five people that are going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Right. So you really want, you really want that to be happening. The other thing is, is that you really want your revenue to get to a level where it is covering those expenses, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so just table stakes. That's Mm -hmm. really why you're interested in revenue growth. And Generally speaking, you're going to have your highest levels of revenue growth, at least on a percentage basis, in that first year to three mm-hmm. years of right. your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, where you're thinking, okay, people are going to like this. Yep. And because it, it, you're starting at zero. You're, right. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could make $100 and you've had 100% revenue right. growth. Yay! <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. So you're really, really focused on. I've just got to make sure that the money's coming in the door, mm-hmm. that it's coming in consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's all about revenue growth mm-hmm. and, and making sure the other thing about that um, is that it helps you understand your pricing, right? Are you right. charging right. enough? Are you charging mm-hmm. too much? Kind of figuring out your, your best spot mm-hmm. to be in terms of what you're offering mm-hmm. um, to your customers. And so, yeah. So, I mean, the reality of it is if you don't have revenue, you don't have a business, right? Yeah, you know, and and cash flow is just part of that. Absolutely. So once you get to I've got revenue and I've got a business, mm-hmm. what you then want to know is how profitable is that revenue? Mm-hmm. Right. So how much is it taking me if if I if I charge a customer ten dollars, mm-hmm. but it costs me ten dollars and a penny? Right. That's a bad mod. That's yeah, a, that's a bad answer. <laughs> you're in the hole, mm-hmm. and there is no amount of volume mm-hmm. that is going to make up for that. Right. You're just in gonna fact, you're going to go further pennies. in the hole. You're going to go further in the hole. Mm-hmm. A penny at a time, mm-hmm. right? But further in the hole. Mm-hmm. So cash flow is really about how profitable is your revenue mm-hmm. first and foremost. How profitable is your revenue, mm-hmm. and then out of that revenue profit, 
what other expenses are you paying? Mm -hmm. And is that profit enough to cover those other expenses? Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that if you're profitable after your direct expenses, mm -hmm. if you add volume, then it will make a difference, ah, right? Okay. Because mm -hmm. a lot of your other expenses are fixed. Right. Your rent is not mm -hmm. going to, if you sell 25 versus mm -hmm. 50, your right. rent's not going to go mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. right? So if you sell more, you make more, mm -hmm. and eventually you do keep more, even mm -hmm. at the lowest level. Right. Uh, so that's where, once you get through the revenue mm -hmm. part of it, you want to make sure that you're actually mm -hmm. making money on that revenue. Right. You know, and I love that part of what's important in revenue growth is, are you charging appropriately? And can you charge more? I mean, right. you know, and, and we get stuck in that, right? You know, it's like, well, I've always charged my client, Charlie, $20 an hour. Well, if Charlie values you and you raise it to 25, it's probably going to be okay. Now, if you raise it to 70, Charlie's going to go, whoops, sorry. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, so, you know, knowing what your value is and, it, it, you know, back to kind of the, the male-female conversation of this, that's something that I find a lot of women have trouble with. We, we undervalue ourselves because we want to please people, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and even if we know, okay, well, he charges $100, I want people to like me, so I'm going to charge 50 Okay, you know, I mean, that's a choice that you're making. But why not think I'm better than him? I'm going to charge 125. Right. You know, and kind of, and, and the people that you know, it, and I, I always have people to say, well, but, 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 and I say, you know, there are ways that you can help other people. You know, there are, um, you know, I, I do tr uh, training for people um, on LinkedIn who are in homeless shelters, which sounds really bizarre. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a way to give back. You mm -hmm. give back, you know, all these various things. And so there are ways to, to still give back and still help people. But, you know, and, but I also tell people, you know, you really, 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 really need to avoid the friends and family discounts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and discounting in general. Because if, say, I give you 20% off and you think I'm great, you brag about me, well, then you're going to tell people this is what you paid. And then I'm like, oh, no, I, I gave her a 20% discount. Why? Why can't I have that 20% discount? So pricing is really, it's a, it's a tricky thing. Pricing is a, is a really tricky thing. And, and I think you're absolutely right when it comes to how people incorporate value plays mm -hmm. into right. their pricing. Mm -hmm. um, it's the, it, For what it's worth, it's the opposite of the way that it should be. It's like, right. great, well, don't... Mm -hmm. It's not charge a lot mm -hmm. or enough. Right. And deliver incredibly. Mm -hmm. yes. But don't undervalue your mm -hmm. service. Right. Knowing that you're already going to mm -hmm. over deliver probably compared mm -hmm. to your competitor. Right. Um, and it's, it, it, it is a vicious cycle mm -hmm. that is very hard to get out right. of once you start it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's okay <laughs> to not be able to, to work with everybody. You know, they might say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't afford that. Well, then I like to have other resources. That's right. Them. You know, so maybe it's resources that I have, you know, blog posts, free eBooks, you know, whatever, 
or maybe I can refer them to someone else. Um, you know, things like that. And so I'm not just saying, I'm sorry, you know, if you're not going to pay that amount, too bad, so sad. You know, there's, there's ways to be able to, to help people and, and be able to work with them. Yeah, it's really interesting because we've done a lot lately in our business around standardizing certain services that we mm -hmm. offer mm -hmm. and being very clear about who those yeah. services are for mm -hmm. and what our charge is. Mm -hmm. And if there are people that, that need that type of service but mm -hmm. can't pay us, here's your alternatives. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and I think that's important because we always want to help people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the best help that you can give them is by sending them someplace else. Right. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> then it ends up being the win-win. You know, if you're right. not happy, you know, all these various things, then, you know, it's, it is better to, to send them somewhere else. But, you know, it was funny because as we were thinking this, I was thinking, hmm, I was, I was trying, and I still go by this, I don't publish my rates. And, and I remember years ago, one of the, the and, and this gentleman, um, he, he had this very successful agency. And one of the things he told me was, charge what the market will bear. And, and I remember him saying, you know, if you're going to work with attorneys, doctors, people who are used to paying more, then they're going to pay you more. But then, you know, if it's a nonprofit, well, clearly they're not going to pay that rate. And so I don't publish my rates, but, it, you know, it, so in my mind, I'm doing the, you know, okay, well, this is a nonprofit or, but there are definitely the, I'm sorry, I'm just not the right, right fit for you type of, of thing. Yeah, there's a difference between, and I think the um, distinction you were making is important. There's a difference between adjusting your rates mm -hmm. based on the work, <coughs> excuse me, and the client mm -hmm. and discounting yourself across mm -hmm. the board. Right. And I think that business owners sometimes lose sight of the idea that if you're going to say, let's just say, going back to your example, I, your normal rate's $125 an hour, mm -hmm. Mr. Business Owner, right? You can decide that that's your rate for this type of client and this type of project. Mm -hmm. And for this other client, it's this type of work. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're very clear about that, right. you can make the distinction for mm -hmm. the next client that comes along. Mm -hmm. We don't publish our rates either for that same right. reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and there is kind of that value thing. I mean, you know, the, the, the people who can afford a lot put a different value That's on right. things. Um, you know, and, and I mean, it, it, you know, Atlanta, we have a lot of very wealthy people here. They're not driving Fords. They're driving Mercedes. They're driving Lamborghinis. Now, part of that is this whole status symbol thing. But they do think that there's a different value in it. Um, you know, and, and same thing with, I mean, with our own personal things. You're like, okay, well, I'm looking at two different attorneys. One of them charges $20 an hour. One of them charges $100 an hour. The automatic assumption is the $100 an hour one must be a better attorney. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you know, the $20 attorney might have won the lottery and, and it's just, that's right. You know? And so that's where it's important that you do your due diligence. You know, when you're getting ready to work with somebody to look at them and go, okay, you know, what do we think? You know, what, what is the value that they're going to be providing me? But as the business owner, you need to be very clear about that. Here's the value I will be providing you. The other thing that I think, particularly professional service providers can fall into is 
looking at part of what they do as like a commodity. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And being like, well, here's the thing that I'm going to deliver mm-hmm. and that's worth X. Mm-hmm. Okay. Accept that. The reason that you can do that at all mm-hmm. is because of all of your experience. Right. And all of your education and all of these intangibles. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have those, you couldn't do the thing over right. here. Mm-hmm. And you should be paid for the mm-hmm. fact that you have this experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what allows you to do it in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you have a customer who's like, well, you, it only took you 30 minutes. No, mm-hmm. it took me 25 years of education mm-hmm. and experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you get to pay for the 25 mm-hmm. years right. and the 30 minutes. It, it, the same concept is, you know, well, gee, Jennifer, let's have coffee so I can pick your yeah. brain, yeah. right? You know, and, and, and I'm fine with doing quick consultations, you know, figure out, first of all, if they're a good fit. That, you know, yes, be, absolutely. And, right. But at the same point, it's like, you know, my brain, you know, there are times where, yeah, I might be a little shaky, but, you know, I have over 25 years of experience. I have three <clears throat> college degrees, you know, all these various things. And, and none of that came free. So why would I want to give it to you for free? So at least pay for my coffee. <laughs> right, right. At least pay for my coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but, and, I, but I do the same thing. I am mm-hmm. happy to have a quick conversation mm-hmm. with you to see if I can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether you would be a good fit because that's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's fine. Right. You know, and, and I do try and limit, you know, I will tell people you get 30 minutes Yep. now if I'm, you know, I mean, there are times where the conversation goes much longer, but that's been my choice. Um, and I, but I also value that in someone else, you know, where I will, you know, I'll keep track of the time and, and I'll say, you know what, it's been 25 minutes. I know we need to wrap up and then give them the option to say, you know what, this has been a great discussion. Let's continue it. Um, yep. but yeah, and, and that's one of the things that service providers really get caught in. And, you know, I'm just as guilty. I will, you know, I'll send an email to a former, say, guest on my radio program. Quick question. (laughs) And, but I always say, please understand I'm not asking for free. Let me know, you know, how much. I don't even say if. Let me know how much. 99% of the time, you know, it really was a quick question and they're just going to fire off something and, and they don't charge. But I always give them that option. You know, I tell them, you know, I, I understand your time is very valuable. So, you know, here's, here is that, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it, to me, it's a show of respect. You know, again, Absolutely. I recognize that, it, that they didn't just hatch and have that knowledge. It took them, you know, quite a long time in many cases to get that knowledge and experience. Yeah. And, and I do the same thing. Like I have a quick question. I'm happy mm-hmm. to pay for it if I need to, because yep. I, and mm-hmm. because sometimes I think it's a quick, quick question okay, and it's not, mm-hmm. and it's not, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, okay, but what about, you know, and they send you mm-hmm. and they're like, and they're great. And now I'm like, okay, you know, this is bigger than I thought. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, totally happy to pay for mm-hmm. it. And it's, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, and, and I have, you know, I've been asked that and uh, there'll be times where I'm like, you know what? I so appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that you asked me mm-hmm. and as long as it's just this thing right. that you uh-huh. asked me about, I'm good. Right. If it, yeah. if it turns into something more, we can talk about it. Uh-huh. And, and of course there are those times too, where you know, okay, this person is a great referral source. That's correct. So, you know, so it's not that it's this hard and fast rule, but it, it 
I, it's something, and, and I think, you know, more than anything, I'm just wanting our listeners and our viewers to keep that in mind. You know, if you're wanting to pick somebody's brain, remember that there is a value to it. That's right. And if somebody wants to pick your brain, remember that there's a value to it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where it gets difficult, especially when you're just starting mm-hmm. out, um, you know, and, and, and providing a service, you know, a, a, a service as in, you know, something like you and I do. If you're providing, say, roofing, you know, yeah, no, I'm different. not going to yeah. go do your roof for free. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it is, there's, you know, it, don't let, don't let yourself get taken advantage of, um, you know, and, and so it's, it, there's, there is definitely that too, because you'll have, and, you know, let's be honest, we all have it, especially when we're starting out. Well, you know, you are just starting out and you need the business, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I still remember favor. years ago when I, and, and I do a lot of public speaking, um, especially on social media and, uh, an organization in Colorado asked me to speak. That was great. And, and I said, and my fee is, and we got crickets. <laughs> And, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I'm happy to work with organizations, especially if it's say a business organization where, you know, maybe I get in a year's membership or, you know, all sorts of things. So, you know, it's not, but, you know, I said, you know, my fee is, and, you know, they didn't respond. And, and I said, hello. And they said, well, fee, what do you mean there's a fee? And, and I said, well, you know, my time and my knowledge is valuable. And so I charge a fee when I speak. And bless their hearts. See, I'm getting Southern. Bless their hearts, they said, but you love what you do. So why would you charge? And I said, okay, think of it this way. There's two gas stations (laughs) and you go in one as opposed to this one. You're not going to go in and tell them, but you love doing this. So why are you charging me for your, for the gas? No, (laughs) you're going to pay them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And, you know, when I was first starting out, and this is another rabbit hole that I think a lot of new business owners can fall into. And I used to say, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could breakfast, lunch, and dinner with coffees in between mm-hmm. every day of the week, right. networking. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not getting any clients mm-hmm. and I'm not doing any work. Mm-hmm. So I don't right. have any revenue coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. But boy, I feel productive because mm-hmm. I'm making all these connections. Right. And I, and I definitely, you know, when you're first starting out, mm-hmm. there's, there is definitely right. an element oh, yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When and, I and, moved to Atlanta, I went to a lot of coffees. I went yep. to a lot of business meetings, but I did that for a specific period of time. Yeah. And I think that's where folks that are newer in business really have to, you know, don't look up after a year or two and be like, well, I've met so many people uh-huh. and I've made no money. Right. Right. You know, and a big part of that is in figuring out where to go. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, okay, this might be a great organization, but nobody there is ever going to hire me. You know, so, and I've done that before. You know, I love the speakers, so I will still continue to go because I'm getting knowledge from it. But I, I know there's no point in even taking business cards because nobody cares. That's right. Now, you know, that's part of that is probably my problem that I'm not figuring out a way to, to, you know, to approach it in a way that I could get potential business. But, but yeah, you know, it, it's, you have to look at those things. And, and sometimes it means that you're networking online, mm-hmm. um, you know, or not going at all. I mean, you know, that's, that's not a bad thing to be doing. 
you know, I mean, when, when I first started out, one of the mistakes that I made was I thought we were a business to consumer company. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not. We're yeah. a business to business company. Mm-hmm. You're business to person. <laughs> business to person. Mm-hmm. And those people need to have businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it was in hindsight, I'm like, I don't know how I ever thought that we were business to consumer. And I guess at the end I didn't, but, um, but I was, had as a result, mm-hmm. my networking was focused in the wrong direction. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and that comes back to, you know, my other guests that we've had on where it's figuring out who your target market is. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, all of those various things. But, but, you know, cash flow, let's be honest, you know, that comes back into it. You know, when I looked back at the first six months of living here in Atlanta, it was like, how much money did I spend on those chicken lunches? Right. (laughs) And, you know, and so that is, that's something very important to consider is, you know, okay, it's great to go every week, but am I going to get something out of it that's going to have paid for me to attend? Yeah. And when we talk about, you know, having a financial plan, mm-hmm. part of that is about your time. Right. Where am I spending my time? Mm-hmm. How much money am I spending right. on chicken dinners? And how long am I going to mm-hmm. do this right. mm-hmm. with what expected results before mm-hmm. I take that time and that money and do right. something else with it? Right. You know, and, and it is about having that plan, you know, so it's not just, okay, well, it was $100 to join this and $20 for every lunch. It's two hours that you go, right. you know, it's an hour each way to drive, you know, all these various things. And so figuring out, okay, you know, maybe it's not quite worth it to, to be doing that. Yeah. And, and I think the more structured you can be about managing that, right. um, the easier it is mm-hmm. for you to see when it's not working. Right. And let's be honest, then it's really easy to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to renew That's my right. membership. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and because it mm-hmm. because then it's a then it's a very factual decision mm-hmm. and not an emotional mm-hmm. one. Yep. Yeah. You know, and and so it's it, it but it it comes back to what we were saying at the very start. You have to know, you know, what's going in, what's coming out, you know, all of those various things. And you know, a, as we said, not everybody wants to do this themselves. Not everybody can do it themselves. So they need to work with someone like you. So how do they find you and connect with you online? So the easiest, well, there's multiple ways, but first there's our website, which is mm-hmm. peakadvisory.com. So two E's, P-E-E-K, advisory.com. So you mm-hmm. can check us out there. You can get in touch with us there. Um, I personally am on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Twitter. So either one of those works. Um, and just, I'm under my real name. I know. Yeah. You know, these, the, the, yeah. You know, the, it's, it's always fun when we have, you know, r- real people. Yeah. So, but you know, and you are based in Kansas City, Missouri. We had this whole discussion That's before. You know, so yes. people who are people who are familiar with the Midwest yep. will laugh at this. Um, but you can work with people around, you know, at least the United States, or can you? We work do. With we have a lot of clients um, uh, all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I, in fact, I was in New York last week with mm-hmm. one of my clients. Um, and technology clients. is grand. And technology <laughs> is grand. There's very little that we mm-hmm. do that we can't do virtually. Right. Um, but, you know, once, twice, four mm-hmm. times a year, I'll go meet with clients mm-hmm. in person right. mm-hmm. and, and there's, there's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing that stops us from doing that. Right. Um, right. But yeah, we work with clients across the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and one of the things that we didn't talk about at all, so maybe we just have to have you on again, is if you want to buy a business, yeah. 
or sell a business. You know, I mentioned in your bio it, that you're a valuation expert mm-hmm. and that is figuring out, you know, okay, is it worth buying that business right. or you know what? I'm ready to move on to the next thing. I want to sell my business. Um, and that's where it really is so important to get an unbiased opinion because especially if you're selling, you're like, oh, it's my baby. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and you're like, no, I'm sorry. It's really not worth that much or it's worth five times that, you know, all right. those various things. So that's where it's very important to, yep. to reach out to somebody like you to say, is it worth this? And, you know, and, and what do we need to do about this? Definitely. And if it's not worth what you want it to be now, can right. you wait three years mm-hmm. and let's put a few mm-hmm. things in place so right. it'll be worth what you right. need it to be? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and but, you know, the, the, the other thing that you do that we've you know alluded to is that you become someone's chief financial officer. You know, they're they're, you know, not their in-house, but, you know, they're they're out of outhouse. That's right. Uh, whoops, not outhouse. Out. <laughs> That's a whole new revenue stream. I know, eek, eek. (laughs) But, you know, you can, and again, technology makes this great, where, you know, you can provide all of the services that are needed to give someone financial support. That's right. Yeah. And and the, the, you know, one of the things that I like about the different types of work that we do is that we have the, here's what you need to have in place if you're going to sell. And we also help a lot of our clients run their businesses. Mm -hmm. So we get to see both sides uh, of how it works before and Mm -hmm. after. Yeah. You know, and as you mentioned, you look at everything, you know, when are they doing payroll? Are they doing payroll right? Um, You know, are they paying bills in a good time? Are they billing in a good time? You know, all those various things. Um, So, so yeah, so that's where it's great to be able to work with you. So one more time, how do people find you? Our website is your best option, peakadvisory.com. Perfect. And it's P-E-E-K. That's right. That's <laughs> well, right. I've been having a great time. You know, and it's funny because people are like, finances? Ooh, I don't want to talk finances. This has been so much fun. Um, you know, and, and that's what it really needs to be. I mean, you know, it's not, it, yes, it's scary. Yes, it can be intimidating. Yes, it can be really gut-wrenching, but it doesn't have to be. That's right. um, and that's where working with someone who really is the expert is what makes it um, something that is is great because we want the businesses to be profitable. We want you to be doing this 20 years from now. Um, you know, and, and so that's where it's great to work with someone like Jennifer. So I am Deb Creer. I've been having a great discussion with Jennifer Peak of Peak Advisory. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.